You are listening to the Take the Trip Foundation Podcast. I'm Jason Carroll, and it's my honor to be the founding president and CEO Take the Trip Foundation. And I'm Sissy Carroll, the inspiration behind the organization. Thanks for listening to the Take the Trip Foundation Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. On today's episode, we have Christopher Whedon. He's the founder of Mentally Shredded. His personal battle with anxiety and depression turned into a powerful mission. Mentally Shredded was born from a transformation that Christopher went through personally with his own mental health issues and anxiety. Today, we're going to really dive into self-awareness and talking to Chris about how he created his business and kind of how he started his journey to healing. We're going to touch on the importance of taking a break and allowing yourself to heal from any traumatic episode in your life. We're going to talk about how to keep a positive mindset when you are constantly experiencing setbacks. So welcome, Chris. We are so excited to have you on the Take the Trip Foundation podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. How's it going? It's a beautiful morning. I started my morning at 4 a.m. this morning, so I've I've been up for a while, but it's uh, it's nice. Charlotte. Honestly, you can't complain in Charlotte. It's always it's always beautiful. It is. It is. I was actually just down in the uh, Charlotte airport a couple of days ago. <laughs> Love Charlotte. Very nice area. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself, Chris. So you have a business called Mentally Shredded. You also have a podcast. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes. Yeah, so Mentally Shredded was birthed out of my mental health journey. And I know COVID was difficult for most people, and I'm no exception. So my mental health took a turn around July, June-ish of 2021. And I had been experiencing anxiety and depression prior to that, but that was when I had my first panic attack, which led me to putting my two weeks into work. And this was something that had been building, right? This isn't, I didn't just wake up and um, and then experienced this this low moment. This was something that was building up, and I had been communicating for some time, and and nothing was being done. And I and I'm not pointing the finger. I wasn't actually seeking help from professionals either. And so, mentally shredded was a way for me to reclaim my power after my lowest moment, right? And so, after I was able to just put my foundation back together. And I focused on four pillars, mental, physical, spiritual, and financial well-being. And emotional rolls into that that yeah. mental side of things, right? I now felt empowered to be able to pour into others, right? But I had to make sure that I put my oxygen mask on first, right? I had to make sure that my cup was full. That way, my overflow began to pour into others. And so that is essentially how Mentally Shredded came to be. So you just quit your job. But you said it was building, but you just, you're like, that's it. I'm done. Yes. Yeah, so I, it would, it had been months that I had been expressing to my cowork or to my coworkers and to my employer. And I believe I, I think I got COVID November, 2020. And then that spiral of just trying to recover physically, trying to recover mentally, physically began to recover after a couple months. Mentally, it was just not happening. And so 
my employer was just like, you know, take it easy, but make sure you get your calls in, make sure you get your work done. And I was like, <laughs> okay, right. Thanks. Um, that led me to taking my first vacation ever. And I flew to Maui, which if you haven't been absolutely amazing. Wow. And then I came back. And as soon as I got back, that is when I had my panic attack. And I was like, okay, I'm not, if, if no one is going to prioritize this, I need to prioritize it. And so that's what led me to putting my two weeks in with no plan at all. Good for you. You know, I mean, a lot of times mental health has definitely come more into the forefront, obviously in the past couple of years, but you know, it's, Sometimes if people don't prioritize it or they don't understand it, you know, especially employers, you know, you really have to kind of take matters into your own hands. And, you know, I think now a lot more employers are adapting the whole mental health policy. They're even paying for therapy or they give you stipends, which I think is amazing. So I think we've come a long way, but um, it's definitely, you know, attributed to people like you who are really kind of putting it out there even more and sharing your journey. And I, I can't tell you how important it is for people to share their journeys, you know, especially with, you know, take the trip and Sissy's story and Jason, tell me how you met Jason and how you guys kind of became friends. Yes. Yeah, so Jason and I met, my gym is located and it's probably the only gym like this that I know of. Um, but it is located inside a brewery. It's a CrossFit gym that is connected to a brewery. And there's also like a physical therapist connected to it as well, right? And so you're getting the, the best of- Yeah, of you get everything, right? a little bit of everything. And so I had just finished up a workout, went next door to to just sit, I think watch a, watch a match and, and have a beer. It was a, it was a pretty low-key day. And Jason was sitting at the bar talking about, 5k i think that's how the conversation started he was like man i think it'd be really cool to to do a 5k and have a brewery be you know a part of it and and kind of partner with us and and then i overheard the conversation and had to had to give my two cents and i was <laughs> like hey man i think i might be able to help with that and just introduced myself and and that's kind of um it led from there jason's very uh personable and talkative guy so um, I'm glad you guys were able to connect. So you guys connected and tell me how you've kind of helped him in, you know, from a mental health perspective with take the trip. So I will say from the mental health perspective, Jason and I were solely focused on figuring out his idea around the 5k, right? And so that's how our conversations and relationship began to unfold. That led to me letting him know about my annual event, Mentally Shredded Rx, which is November 11th. And I said, Jason, I know you guys are building just like I'm building. How would you feel about being a vendor at my event, setting up a table, sharing some information about Take the Trip? I think our missions and priorities align, right? We want to help people um, and we're serving two separate communities, but overall, we're, we're serving people and I, and then we can come together in that. And he was like, yeah, I'd love that. So that is how I feel like I'm serving, take the trip now. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing all the people that find value in him being there. So what is your event? 
So the event is a workout followed by a mental health discussion, which is led by a licensed therapist. And Matone Counseling is actually the team that's going to lead that discussion this year. We have vendors, we have a DJ, um, a lot of fun stuff wrapped around that event. And something I shared with Jason was I started that event last year, right? And again, when I, like I said, I had no plan when I quit my job, but yeah. I know I like to work out. That was one thing that was consistent from me being a professional, former professional soccer player to me going in the corporate world. I have been programmed to just exercise, right? Yeah. And at my lowest anxiety, depression, grief, loss after some family members passed, I was working out seven days a week at my lowest point, which I didn't know was unique until I started therapy a year later, right? They told and you that so was too much? <laughs> they were like, wait, how much are you working out? And I didn't re even realize I was working out that much. I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I must be trying to run from something. Right. And in therapy, you work through all this stuff. And so uh, it was, it was good for me to understand that most people stop exercising when they're experiencing that stuff. And I wanted to make sure that in sharing my story that I'm always tying in the mental and the physical piece. Right. Because a lot of people praise the body, right? And and we praise, um, right? We grow up watching Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these people and we're like, man, especially guys, I want to look like that. Or a woman sees a swimsuit model and she's like, wow, I want to look like that. But we forget to praise the most important piece, which is the mind to me, right? Uh, the mind is what actually can make you successful, right? It's very rare that you're going to get paid for your body. It's a very low percentage of people that get paid for that. A lot of people on Instagram, though, that think that they can. Very true. Very true. <laughs> so that is um, that is the the niche we fell in. And that is how our event got kicked off. That sounds really great. That That's a lot, you know, especially mental, physical well-being. Um, that is the epitome of health and wellness these days, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So tell me a little about your podcast. So you have a podcast called Mentally Shredded, and I particularly liked your one of your last episodes about self-awareness and how important self-awareness is to a healing journey. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Absolutely. So the podcast actually kicked off January 2020 under a different name. I knew I wanted to start something of my own, and um, and that's when I started. I didn't know that was going to be a great time to start something, actually. and then it, after rebranding it to Mentally Shredded, I wanted to have more of these mental health conversations. And so self-awareness for me, when you're working on becoming the best version of yourself, there's a lot of pieces that, that go into that, um, especially as a 34-year-old single male, I am constantly having to look at actions that I had taken in my 20s, right? How did that align with the character and integrity that I that I operate in today? And we all know 20s are for making all the mistakes, right? That's what all the successful people yep, tell us. And that is exactly what we do in our 20s. And in your 30s is when you start putting a plan together, right? And so for me, it was wanting to operate through character, wanting to operate through integrity, I had somebody take me aside one time and say, Chris, you now live in a glass house because of the decisions you chose to make, because of who you've chosen 
to be and the impact you truly want to make, you have to be mindful of the decisions you make and the people that are around you. And so I'm so grateful for that advice because it has made me aware of my surroundings. It has made me aware of what I'm pouring into myself, how I protect my my ear gate, what I'm listening to, how I protect my eye gate, what I'm watching, right? All of these things, when you're focused and intentional on how can I be the best Christopher Whedon today and serve, I have have to be self-aware. I have to know what I'm pouring into myself because out of that, what is in my heart will flow out of my mouth. And so out of that is how I've been able to show up as my best self. And essentially that's how I've been able to grow mentally shredded the way that I have. I feel like if you're not aware of yourself and what you're doing, that that really can hinder your mental health journey because it's kind of like when somebody has an addiction problem and unless they actually realize, Hey, I have a problem, they're not going to get better. So is that kind of similar to the self-awareness platform? Absolutely. I mean, so self-awareness is, I would say today we use all these words and, and I think we overuse them, right. They become saturated. And so for me, when, when you are self-aware, you are not going to do, especially when you know who you are, right? You're not going to do anything that doesn't align with, with your values. And so to me, if you're operating outside of your value system, there is something going on. And that is when you have to look in the mirror and you can't point the finger. You can't point the blame. You have to take responsibility. And so that's where self-awareness comes in and why I think it's so important and then touching on the mental health piece, I know for me at my at my lowest point, I was struggling with identity, right? I had left a career that I was, you know, been, I had been pursuing my whole life since I was a kid, went into corporate and climbed the corporate ladder and get to a place where I'm like, this can't be it, right? Like there, there has to be something else. Otherwise what am I doing here? Right. I struggled with that identity piece or that purpose piece. And as long as we are struggling to find and figure out what our purpose is, we are always going to have something in the back of our minds, right. That, that anxiety, right. Which opens the door for depression. And so what I love about what I'm doing now is helping people identify where they are and where they want to go. Most people don't know how to bridge the gap, but I can help people identify where they are, right? It's very easy to do that. (laughs) And then through conversation and getting to know people, we can identify where, where you want to go. It's the gap and the commitment to yourself, which a lot of people fall off on because it is hard work. It's not easy. And I think a lot of people, especially on social media, they, they, they put out all this I don't know, say fake news, but all this, uh, you know, positive and propaganda type stuff to where it's like, it's going to be easy if you just follow this system. It's like, no, it's not right (laughs) at all. This is not a, um, a take a pill and you wake up and you're automatically fit and healthy. It's not a, you know, make one phone call and you're going to get that contract right away. It it takes hard work and grit in order to become who you want to be. 
So as you're saying this, you know, obviously life is a freaking roller coaster and there's ups and downs and, you know, experience anxiety, panic attacks, setbacks, things of that nature, traumatic events, you know, a loss. How important, well, we know how important it is, but how is it that you can keep a positive mindset when you're constantly getting dealt a bad hand? Like, I mean, you're just looking at the world and being like, when is it going to stop? How do you keep going? I have to go back to what I do on a daily basis, right? If I didn't have a system in place, I promise you, I would not have created what I've created. I wouldn't be this far on this journey. And so for me, I always pour into myself first. I woke up super early this morning, not on purpose. Trust me, I didn't want to wake up at four, but I woke up early. I know I woke up and I was laying there and I was like, is there something I need to do right now? And am I starting my day right now? And normally I'll, I'll get up at like seven and I can start my day. But what my habits look like is I'll journal first thing in the morning. I'll write my affirmations and I'll write what I'm grateful for. And then I'll read a passage in the Bible, right? Because my, my faith and I talked about that spiritual component, that's very important to me. And I understand each and every person is a spiritual being. What it doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter how you operate. That is true because you can feel positive and negative energy. Where does that come from? Right. And so from there, I have a book that I'm also reading in addition to that, and then I'll meditate. And so I try to get all that stuff in before I go to the gym. That way I'm making sure that my cup is full before I even start work, before I send emails and make calls and go to meetings. Right. And I knew I was meeting with you this morning and I was like, I need to make sure that I'm ready to go. Nice. Nice. Well, I wasn't up at 4 a.m. I did get up at 5.30, but not 4 a.m. <laughs> not a problem. No judgment. There's, there's something about, you know, I was never a morning person and I never worked out early in the morning. You know, people, my friends would go to the gym at like 5 a.m. And I'd be like, you guys are crazy. Like, you know, and my sister-in-law even was like, you got to join my gym. I'm like, well, what time do you go? She's like, well, my class starts at 5.30. I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. But as I've evolved in my own personal journey, I started doing that and I started getting up earlier and like, now I'm like, this is my routine and it feels good. And, you know, you kind of have a little bit more clarity, a little more groundwork of what you're doing instead of just kind of laying in bed till whenever rolling out and just kind of doing your thing. But, you know, I definitely think it's important to have a routine. So that's, is that like your number one thing when you're kind of helping people along this journey, like get a routine, get something going? Absolutely. Because when you leave your home, what happens? It's automatic chaos as soon as you leave your home. And hopefully there's not chaos inside the home, right? Because then we we have to talk about some other things. But That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> whole other episode. But when you get outside your home, you can't control how people respond. You can't control how people drive. You can't control a lot of things, right? And so the one thing that you can't control is your actions when you woke up. And so most of the time, I just start people with, what was the first thing you did when you woke up this morning? And then they'll tell me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Did you make your bed today? And when I get a no, I'm like, why not? I was like, that is the easiest way to start stacking wins and to build confidence. And so for me, I don't overcomplicate putting a plan together at all. I literally started with just making my bed every single day. I didn't add anything else. But slowly, once I did that, consistent enough, 
to where I was like, okay, this is a habit. I added another positive in there. And so it wasn't just like, here's all of these things that I'm going to just, all these tools I'm going to add to my arsenal because then you become overwhelmed. And when you miss a day, then you beat yourself up. And that is not the intention. The intention is to replace a negative habit with a positive. And how can you keep that consistent process growing? I love that. Replace a negative habit with a positive. Okay. Give, give me an example of something that you did that was negative that you replaced with a positive that you felt really helped you. I know I'm putting you on the spot right now. Yeah, that's a good question. So off the top of my head, and I instead of going back, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about right now this year, right? So I was not meditating at all, at all. And so I wanted to make sure that, again, I learned how to ground myself. And so I set a goal to meditate a, um, a minimum of three times per week. I wrote that goal down and I began to, to work on that practice. But I also needed to remove a negative, right? And so me going out and people texting me when I know I shouldn't go out and spend time in relationships that aren't serving me, that aren't adding value, right? right? And so it's very easy for me to say no to things that don't serve me now, even if I'm not going out to drink and if I'm not going out to to partake in whatever's going on, I know that there's an energy shift, right? If, I, if I'm doing something that doesn't align anymore, I don't feel good about it. So why would I go do something that is not going to pour in? And so I replaced that with meditation, which was pretty simple for me to do, but I was already in the headspace that I can say no to these things now, right? And, and so for some people, they are so attached to their relationships, they put more meaning on their relationships than they put on their on themselves. And it's not that I don't care about my my friends and my family because I do. I care about them so much that I have to be the best version of myself in order to show up for them in the proper way. I know. I think we don't put enough emphasis on the word no. You know, I know especially I have a lot of mom friends and they work and, you know, you just can't do it all. And sometimes you just have to say no and that's okay. And people are going to get upset, but if they get upset, well, then too bad. <laughs> that is, Yeah, that's again, control the controllables. We cannot control that. There were three events that I had Saturday that people text me and said, hey, we, we want you to come, um, whether it was a birthday or whatever it was. And Saturday all of these texts came in and I said, nope, I'm saying no to every single one of them today. I need to focus on me. And that's what I did. I had, I had a me day and how, like, when is the last time you were able to do that and not have regret and not feel shame about it? Right. Because if you say no and people start taking you down a path of, of on this guilt trip. Yeah. Those aren't people that I know. I, I don't want to be around those people. Yeah. I totally agree. I know. So kind of going back to what you were saying, you know, giving yourself a me day, but also you were saying, you know, sometimes you have to give yourself a break and you beat yourself up if you don't do something that you were supposed to do or that you put your mindset. How is it that you can give yourself a break and how important is that to kind of allow your body to rest as well as your mind? Oh man, it's that recharge. It's the recharge. I love being home now. I love being home 
because I know when I'm out, I am on go mode. I am constantly serving. I'm constantly pouring into people and, and I'm constantly learning. Right. And so because I'm, I'm a sponge. And so I, that is the main reason why I spend my time with certain individuals, right? Because I'm constantly trying to grow and learn. And because I am a sponge, I do not want to be around people that are going to pour, um, you know, shitty uh, water dirty, in your sponge. <laughs> exactly. Dirty water in there. Now I have to go clean it out. So I think it's just, there's, I can't put enough emphasis on the recharge, on the reset. And again, if you, if you're married and you have kids, it's going to look different for you than it looks for me. Right. But you can take the kids to school and you can be on your commute and reset. Right. You might, that might be the only time you get alone. If that's the only time you get, learn how to reset in that car, learn how to be intentional and present with yourself while you're in that moment, while you're on that commute. And I hope people have more time than that. But if that's all you have, then you have to work with what you have. You got to make it happen. Only you can make it happen. That is it. No excuses. No excuses. Maybe that'll be the title of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Christopher, for coming on and sharing your story and, and all of your details about Mentally Shredded. If you are interested in following Christopher, he does have the podcast, as we said. Um, it is called Mentally Shredded. You can find it anywhere podcasts are found. And tell us where we can find you, um, where your business, if anyone is interested in getting in touch. If you Google the word mentally shredded, you can find us literally on every platform, anywhere. And so That's some good SEO work right there. Do you know about it? Very honestly, it's it is amazing to to Google something you've created and no one else is on there, right? So that's and it wasn't me. Trust me, I had no idea what SEO was. Uh, when I started, but, <laughs> that's um, my wheelhouse. <laughs> oh well, see, this is why we're talking. Yeah. Um, but on Instagram, you can follow us at We Are Mentally Shredded, or you can find us on our website at www.christopherdweeden.com. Amazing. Well, we look forward to some more exciting episodes coming. And again, we appreciate your time and follow Take the Trip Foundation uh, for all information. And if you are in the Charlotte area. Check out the event on November 11th. Where is it exactly? It is at CrossFit Mech. I have to be intentional when I say this. It is not a CrossFit event. That is just the location. It is open to all, including adaptive athletes this year. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Take the Trip. We are excited about the future of this foundation and the impact it will have on our communities and those in need of an escape from the realities associated with having very little time to be with their families. Please follow us and subscribe to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And leave us a five-star review, y'all. Until next time, bless and be blessed. <laughs>